0: Contractors have long urged agencies to expand the debriefings they give to losing bidders after making an award. In one recent case, an enhanced debriefing led to a turnover in that award. The new award turned out to be protest proof and with more on a project worth tens of millions of dollars. We turn to Smith Pactor McWhorter procurement attorney, Joseph Petrillo. Joe, tell us more about this case because this one was a significant. Number of dollars involved.
1: Right. Well, this uh, case arose because Air Force Northern, which is responsible for the aerospace control and defense of the continental U.S., needed IT support services. And they turned to GSA and asked them to acquire that under its Alliant 2 government wide acquisition contract. So GSA issued a solicitation for those services. It was best value acquisition, and the non-price factors, uh, the two of them were technical approach and past performance, were significantly more important than the price factors. Three offerors stepped up to compete, and ultimately Booz Allen Hamilton was the successful awardee. It had the highest priced offer, but also the highest rated proposal, and uh, under the evaluation criteria, as the... I guess things shook out, they got the award. Now, as you mentioned, there was an enhanced debriefing, and that included a question-and-answer process. And while GSA went through that debriefing process, it realized they'd made a mistake. They somehow had not evaluated the entire proposal submitted by another offeror, General Dynamics Information Technology. So GSA paused the debriefing, went back, and completed the evaluation. Lo and behold, the final evaluation results Changed. Booz Allen continued to have the highest rating for both technical approach and past performance. Its price was 73.5 million, the highest.
0: Right. And that was nine million dollars more than GDIT's bid of sixty-four point eight million.
1: Exactly. So there was a significant difference there. But GDIT's technical evaluation rating jumped from little confidence to significant confidence, next to highest rating. Its past performance rating was also high confidence. Third Roar had the lowest price, but also the weakest evaluation and wasn't considered for award. Given the new results, GSA made a new award decision and GDIT turned out to be the awardee instead of Booz Allen, which was understandably um, perplexed by this and filed a protest With the Government Accountability Office.
0: So therefore, what we can infer so far before this case completely wound out is that because GDIT's past performance and technical approach went up so much that even though it was slightly below that of Booz Allen, that price difference is probably what mitigated in favor of GDIT.
1: Well, we'll find out. What happened after the Booz Allen protest was filed, the parties filed their, their documents with GAO, and GAO decided to hold in alternative dispute resolution conference. As a result of that conference, it said that uh, the protest would succeed. The GAO attorney had signed to the protest, said she saw flaws in the documentation supporting the award decision. And so GSA got the message and decided to take corrective action. So GAO dismissed the protest as academic because it was going to result in a, a new award decision. GSA went back And amended its source selection decision, reconsidered things, but it still selected GDIT as the awardee. And so Booz Allen again filed a protest.
2: We're
0: speaking with procurement attorney Joe Petrillo of Smith-Pactor-McWhorter. So second protest, what happened then?
1: Okay, that protest also went to GAO. And uh, the two main issues were, first of all, Booz Allen protested the improvement of GDIT's rating, which had jumped up from little confidence to significant confidence, But GSA was able to defend that change because it related it back to the parts of the proposal that it had not initially evaluated. Once it looked at the evaluation, it found that things that it considered as significant flaws or weaknesses weren't, after all, they had been addressed in the proposal adequately. Uh, So at that point, the second issue uh, became relevant which is, what about this source election decision, which GAO had decided in the first protest or had opined in the first protest probably would have led to the protest being sustained. Originally, GSA had said, well, the proposals are essentially equal and technically, and so we'll go with lower price. But the record really didn't support that. And when it went back, GSA reconsidered and fixed that problem by acknowledging that the Booz Allen proposal was superior, which the technical evaluation showed it was, but it reviewed the significance of those, of those aspects in which they were superior. And it determined that, you know, in the judgment of the source election official, it wasn't worth a 13% higher price, which is what, you know, what was associated with that higher rated proposal.
0: Right. The implication here is that even though price is not the most important criterion, at some point when things are so close, then it does enter into the thinking process of source selection because of how significant the price difference really was.
1: Exactly. And here, what we've got is a is a decision that falls within the judgment, the reasonable judgment of the procuring agency. And in in this instance, GAO, as it ordinarily, won't won't overturn that decision, won't second-guess that decision. If it's within the judgment of the source selection official, that judgment is reasonably based.
0: All right. So what's the big lesson learned here for Booz Allen and for people that are attending enhanced debriefings in the first place, which, again, is something contractors have repeatedly called for, and now DOD has, and I guess via GSA, has started regularly offering enhanced debriefings.
1: Well, I think this shows that the enhanced debriefing process and indeed the protest process through the ADR conference is one that can enable an agency to correct errors in its acquisition and to do that more quickly than if it uh, fights a protest to the end, loses, and then has to redo things again and again. It also raises an interesting question about what it means to be significantly more important than price. Because at some point, this falls into a judgment zone, whether the technical evaluation criteria are equal to price or significantly more important than, than price. And at that point, it's it's a decision that probably, in many instances, can go either way and do so legally. And in this Right, instance, because it's,
0: there's no real way to peg it. I mean, if the Booz Allen bid had been 10 times as much instead of 13 percent more, it would have been very clear cut. But 13 percent more, you're still talking eight, nine million dollars over the life of the contract – is that significant or not over something that's 60, 70, 80 million? That is definitely a judgment call.
1: Yeah, and, and what's key here is, is that um, the agency convincingly showed from the evaluation that it had very high confidence that either offer or could perform the contract successfully. One offeror had, had even more confidence than the other, but the difference, again, fell into that range of judgment that the agency has.
0: Yes. If you're talking Booz Allen and GDIT, either case, you're not talking about fly-by-night small businesses. These are both large, capable outfits.
1: And and they both had uh, very high ratings and past performance. So they, they had a good track record as evaluated by the agency.
0: And just as an aside, did anyone ever delve into what the heck the GSA source selection board overlooked when they were doing the evaluation Were pages fell into a drawer or something that they missed or what?
1: Yeah, that's a juicy detail that GAO did not put in their, in their decision, unfortunately. So you, you wonder how it happened, but at least it was fixed after it was discovered.
0: Well, lesson learned there somehow. Joe Petrillo is a procurement attorney with smith Pactor McWhorter. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you, Tom.
0: We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows.